Hi, my name is Sydney Mitchell. Hi, I'm Matthew Brickman, Florida Supreme Court mediator. Welcome to the Mediate This podcast, where we discuss everything mediation and conflict resolution. Well, welcome everybody to Mediate This. Matthew, are you looking forward to this episode? I am. I am. It's going to be really good. What is the maximum percentage of child support that can be ordered through the court? Does it vary state to state or is it nationwide? Okay, so there's not a percentage. It's not like um, you make $100,000 and they're entitled to no more than 20% of your pay. It's not like that. It is a statutory guideline. You mentioned um, something about a child, like a child support calculator. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a number of different programs um, that are out there that you can buy that, that, that the professionals have. Um, I use one, um, and I've used, I've used a number, number was, uh, the first one I ever used was called thin plan or financial planner. Uh, there's another one out there called DPA. Um, and the one that I use is called family law software. And we actually rent these uh, we actually, you know, we don't own the programs. We rent them. So I think I spend $60 a month to run this program. And the program um, takes into account all the different variables. So, you know, we we talk about all the different things and the different variables of how to run a calculation. So, so for example, if I'm going to run a child support calculation, the very first thing that we have to deal with is the time sharing. The time sharing is one of the biggest factors. Time sharing and income is your, is your, are your two biggest factors to determine a child support. So the very first thing in the program that I'm going to do is we're going to plug in what the time sharing is. That's why we can't do any of the numbers until we do the time sharing. Um, we actually sense. use what they call a, the, the acronym PEACE, P-E-A-C-E. That sounds good as a, as a mediator, right? PEACE. Right? <laughs> But what it stands for is P. You start with P, which is parenting. And then you go to E, which is equitable distribution. That would be doing just like we had talked about, like with the business and the assets and the Mm -hmm. home, right? Then you go to alimony. And then you go to child support. And then you go to everything else. Now, the only thing, though, with alimony is alimony is going to throw off child support. Um, so, um, so sometimes we come back to it and we just, re- but we always start with P because we can't do the financials without the P also look, you know what, sometimes when we talk about a house, well, it depends on the time sharing. It depends on what we're going to do. Is the, the child going to be living there, you know, primarily, right. So, you know, who wants the house? Well, so, you know, sometimes we'll jump issues, but we, but in order to figure out child support, we have to have the time sharing first. So the first thing we do is we look at the time sharing. We put in the overnights for both parents and we put in the tax exemption, like who's claiming the child is mom claiming the child, dad claiming the child. Are they alternating? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next thing we do is we then look at their gross income, whether that is weekly or actually, actually, I can run it hourly, weekly, biweekly, semi-monthly, monthly, or even annually. And so we put in their gross income. And the reason why we do the gross income is because the, the program will then take out the taxes. So I can tell it, I need to run this program for the state of Florida, because that's where I am, right? But what I can do with this program is I can run this program. Like, for example, I had a, I had, I had a client who... Dad lived in New York. Mom lived in Florida. So we had done this long distance parenting plan, right? But when it came to running the child support, I can't just run mom and dad's income for Florida because I'm in Florida. 
or the child's even in Florida because dad right. has state and federal taxes. Mom just has federal taxes. So in order to run the child support, I've got to go in and put what state do the parents live in? So I go in and I put in their gross income and then I pick which state they're living in. And the program has all of these. And yeah, and the program. So some years, um, I've been using this program for years. Some years I may have eight to 10 updates throughout the year, depending on what Congress is doing with taxes. Hmm. You know, I mean, every time a law changes, we get an update with the program. We always that makes sense. Have, yeah, I guess you yeah, wouldn't. You wouldn't always have wouldn't guess that, but it totally makes sense. Yeah. So we always have the updated tax codes. We always like, for example, um, President Trump changed the child tax exemption. There used to be three different exemptions. He changed it to one and increased it. Well, when that happened, we got an update with the program, and it now knows what is the exemption per child. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, that the program knows is it knows what the tax rate is on each individual based on their income. So, for example, if you make $100,000 a year, your tax rate is going to be much higher than somebody who makes $20,000 a year. Well, the program knows that. Without the program, you would have to sit down with the IRS tax guide and, <laughs> and the state of Florida and a calculator. I mean, you're doing a lot of math and still you're probably not going to get accurate because, um, because then what we do after we look at your wages, then we, then we have to figure out what is your tax filing status? Are you single, joint, separate, head of household, joint with new spouse? Well, that's going to change all of those codes, Mm -hmm. right? It's going to change all of the, all, all the different exemptions. So it's just a big web of numbers that are all, Yes. And then, depending on one then, another. okay, then, oh, we're not done yet. Then we have to get <laughs> to wage like income because that also then comes into play. So like you may have your income, but you may be getting child support from a previous relationship. You may be getting alimony from a previous relationship. You may have public assistance or bonuses, tips, right. and commissions, overtime. You may be getting disability benefits or workers' compensation. Um, you may have um, social security benefits, right? Well, then we have to figure out based on the law, are those taxable or non-taxable? Because that might be tax-free money or it might be money that then goes into the whole tax equation, right? Mm -hmm. So once we get through that, then we go to now, what are your allowable deductions? So remember when we talked about like like the different deductions for like figuring out business expenses, all that, Mm -hmm. right? So now you have allowable deductions. Well, allowable deductions, now you have to figure out what is mom and dad's medical insurance costs. And then if they're covering the children, what are the children's medical insurance costs? And then you have to figure out if they have dental and vision as well as their medical and figure out mom and dad's cost as well as the children's cost, okay? Then we look at Childcare expenses. Now, childcare expenses, generally, I leave that out of this entire equation because that's a moving target. 
because you're, you know, the kids may have daycare aftercare and as they get older, then they don't need it. If it's in the equation, right. then you're going to have to keep coming back and modifying. And I don't want people to be spending money for that. So yeah, we that leave sense. it out, but then you end up with the base child support, but then you have plus, 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 plus on top of those. So like, you know, somebody may have a base child support of just say like $300, but then they're going to split the daycare aftercare on top of that. And then they're going to split mutually agreed upon extracurricular activities after that. And they're going to split uncovered medical uh, on top of that. So you have your base child support. So that's what we're running is just the base child support. Um, and then, like I told you before, which, you know, then if there's alimony, then we put in the alimony and that's just going to throw off the entire calculation of child support because now alimony then increases your income. And granted, and um, it's, it's no longer taxable or tax deductible. President Trump changed that. Um, but it but it is income. And so that changes the number as well. So. It is not, going back to the question, it is not just, okay, what's the maximum percentage that can be ordered to the court? It doesn't right. on percentages. It's a statutory calculation. And then, you, and, then, and then once you go through all of that, if you're going to try to do this all by hand, you've got to go open up Florida statute. Right? Yeah, which now having talked about it, I seriously could not imagine <laughs> trying to do all of this by hand. And, and, and I'll tell you, Sydney, people try. People. I was going to ask, do people, or does everybody uh, have this? Yeah. this People, people try, they, they, they find like a calculator online and look, no, nobody is going to put an, a calculator online for free because they want you to, because look, if that was true, none of the practitioners, none of the attorneys, nobody would be paying for these things. Mm-hmm. Why would we? Right. But there is nothing online that's going to take in all the variables because here's, um, I'll give you two, two, two other variables. So in Florida in chapter 61, they've got a chart that shows the combined monthly net income. And then it shows, is there one child, two child, three, four, five, six children, right? And the income goes all the way from um, $800 a month combined net income, which even if you're imputed, you're less than that. But then it goes all the way to $10,000. But then after $10,000, you've got to do a whole nother calculation that says for combined monthly net income greater than the amount in the guideline schedule, the obligation in the amount is the amount um, of support provided by the guidelines plus the following percentage. So then you get to percentages of one child, two children, three, four, five, six children. Mm -hmm. So not only do you have to figure out the first step, then you have to do percentages. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's a mess, which is why I can actually run a child support guidelines percentage. If I say, okay, what's your time sharing? What's your income? Are there any deductions? And then I can run your number in about 30 seconds. Uh, Now, the other two factors that go into this is for government, police, fire rescue, government, there might be mandatory union and mandatory retirement where you don't get an option. You you work for us. This is an automatic deduction. And so those do get put into the child support calculation as well. Um, and so, you know, that's another cost. The other thing too, is the program knows what the tax deduction is for a child. So let's say for example, it's $2,000, right? 
And let's say that, Sydney, you're going to get the deduction. Well, what the program is going to do is it is going to know that based on your income, here's your taxes. But at the end of the year, if you claim the child, you're going to get this amount of money back. So mm-hmm. what it does is it amateurizes that, mo- that, that amount of money, say that $2,000 over 12 months in the program, adds it to your income, lowers your taxes, which gives you a better net number. Mm-hmm. And then what the program does is, let's say, for example, that you and I are alternating the tax exemption, right? One year you get it, one year I get it. Well, if one year you get the $2,000 tax exemption, but the next year you don't, and I get it, well, that's going to throw off our child support number year to year, right? So what the program does is it says, well, in even-numbered years, when Sydney claims the child, here's what the child support would be. In odd-numbered years, when Matthew claims the child, here's what it would be. So you know what? Here's the average, and this is the actual child support number, so they don't have to do that year to year. That's why I spend $60 a month to just give me a program <laughs> to run a number, because it's not a percentage. Right. Um, it, 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 is a, it is a statutory calculation. Now, Here's where it gets a little tricky, other than all of this. If the parties don't like the child support number, which rarely do parties go, nice, I'm signing up for that, unless it's zero, right? Um, The parties, um, only in mediation, can negotiate that number. Only in a mediation agreement. Outside of a mediation agreement, the court's hands are tied. 5%. 5%. And it says at the bottom of a child support guidelines percentage worksheet that the court can deviate 5% under the statute, either up or down. But then you have to file a whole nother form and it's still up to judicial discretion. But the mm-hmm. parties can negotiate. So yours truly, actually, uh, when, when I got divorced, agreed to pay above child support guidelines. I had never been divorced. I didn't know how divorce worked. All I knew is I wanted my kids to be taken care of. And mm-hmm. I was shocked that my child support for two children was $500 a month. So I voluntarily agreed to pay above guidelines. Now, we, when my ex and I went in front of the judge, the judge looked at me and he looked at the guidelines and he looked at our agreement and he said, Mr. Brickman, do you understand that you're paying above guidelines? Because it's still up to the court whether they're going to agree to it or not. Mm-hmm. And but, but he needed to make sure that I understood what I was doing. Right. And I said, yes, Your Honor, I, I just want to make sure that my kids are taken care of. And he looked at my ex, who was pissed. She wanted even more than that. Like more than, and, 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 and Sydney, I agreed to double it. It was 500. I agreed to it. And I agreed to 1,000. And she wanted even more. And so he says to her, he says, man, do you understand that you're getting more? And she was very pissed. She goes, yes, just very snide and pissed because she wanted more. And Mm -hmm. he said, okay, as long as you guys understand, fine. And so, you know, but it was still ran off of a baseline child support. Still had to run child support. What is the baseline? The baseline was for us was $500. And so it is a statutory calculation. and, um, and I believe I could be wrong. Um, now I've done, I've done mediations in, in all over the U S um, and, and out of, and, and even out of country. Um, I have not run into, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. So again, this is, this is informational. This is not legal advice. 
I have not run into a state where it is a percentage of an income. I've never run into that. Not to mention the company that I rent my program from, when you purchase it and, and load it in, it says, what state do you practice in the majority of the time? So it loads in your state's information. And like I said, I can go through and pick different states to run. Guess what? All 50 states are present. So I assume that, the, like, why would, why would a company be selling a program that you pick which state you practice in and then you run this calculation if it's a percentage, right? Right. Just doesn't make sense. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but at least in my experience, running the programs that I've ran, and I've ran three of them, um, I've, I've ran the top three of them, which again, FinPlan, DPA, and Family Law Software, and, you know, it's not a percentage. It's just a statutory calculation. Right. That's so, so insightful. I'm really glad that we received this question because I think it presented five, 500 other questions, you know, that somebody might, you know, want to ask you. So yeah, um, and lots of variables. I mean, yeah, nothing is just so cut and, cut and dry. Um, you know, People say to me all the time, Matthew, how in the world do you store all that information in your head? Well, you've been doing it for so long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, it's, you know, you do it over and over, day in, day out. And, and I'll yeah. tell you, Sydney, constantly learning. Right. And because, you know, with all these variables, the laws are changing, things are changing. Right, right. So it's all about go get the information because, you know, people's lives hang in the balance. Yeah, that's good. It's really, really good. If you have a comment or question regarding anything that we discuss, email us at info at iChatMediation.com. That's info at iChat, I-C-H-A-T, Mediation.com. And stay tuned to hear your shout out and have your question answered here on the show. For more information about my services or to schedule your mediation with me, either in person or using my iChat Mediation virtual platform built by Cisco Communications, visit me online at imediating.com. Call me at 561-262-9121, toll free at 877-822-1479, or email me at mbrickman at iChatMediation.com.